How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? CuriosityStream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. The Custard TV Podcast, evening, afternoon, morning. My name is Luke, editor and runner of the website, thecustardtv.com. Joined remarkably ably by Gary in the London area. Watch out. And <laughs> that's nice. I like that. That's nice. What was that one? What did you do? Watcher. That's that's oh, what okay. my that's what my stepdad always says. That is that a, like um, East London type. Thing? It must be. Yeah, it's like a yeah. Watcher. All right. Yeah, yeah, he's from Erith in Kent originally. Oh right. Yeah, that's that's kind of a little, a little south of me, but not that far. Yeah. Speaking of Matt, he's in the northern area. Good. Hello to you. You're right there, Luke. Yeah, I am yes, still. You are good, still. Good yeah. hello to you. Good hello that to like you. Me good hello. Morning, that sounds good like hello. me when this morning I had to record my voicemail for work, and at the end of it, I just went, "Oh, that was rubbish," and forgot to press delete and re-record it and left it on there for half a day. Do you do you get the giggles when you record stuff like that? Not the giggles, but I tend to forget the bits I'm supposed to say, so I'll be like. Well, you know, because yeah, apparently I forget things occasionally. I don't know if you've you do, that. yeah, yeah. 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 Get away, Luke, Gary, and Matt. This could be a podcast. A podcast? Don't you have to be some sort of whiz kid to do those? Uh, definitely not. Anyone with a computer can make one. Talking telly. Use your ears and trust them. This is the Custard TV podcast. Yes, that would entertain me briefly. From thecustardtv.com. TV reviews, previews, uh, what's coming up in the next week, stuff you want to watch, stuff we like, stuff we didn't like. News, the only bit of news worthy of discussion, uh, from the UK at least. Peter Kay on an interview for BBC Radio Manchester saying there will be no Christmas special for Car Share and there will be no third series. What oh. we've seen is it. I think there's merit in... There's merit in the uh, in a Christmas special at least. Apparently, unless anyone can change his mind, we have seen the last of Car Share, and as Matt and I discussed a few weeks ago, the final episode ends on mm. on a bit on a bit of a sad note. So it's a shame. That it feels like that one of those happened. that they'll do like a five minute on a comic relief or a children in need or something. Oh, I hope not. I mean, it'd be nice to see him again, but I hope not. I tell you what, um, what I think he may have got wrong because he said. It's difficult to think of ideas and it's difficult to know what to do and stuff. I think what you may have got wrong is how much people just enjoy the two of them talking in a car. Okay, so um, is it worthy? Oh, yes, we are going west. We're going west. to you. We discussed last week, I'm fairly sure, because I'm fairly sure it made the edit, that the Writers Guild of America 
uh, was on the brink of striking. Well, thankfully, that strike has been averted. They obviously went to ACAS. They had the uh, bank holiday. That's what indeed. I, I said that. Good job they had the bank holiday. <laughs> it's not, it's not a bank holiday in America, though, is it? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, please let comedy be. Ah, uh, right. Uh, sorry. Yeah, can you raise your hand when you're doing the comedy? Just so I know. I'll raise the um, roof, bitch. Uh, so a new three-year deal. So that's it. Set your uh, set your internal timers, and uh, this whole thing will be coming back around again in three years. Uh, We're not but... going to be on in three years, are we? No, Christ, no. <laughs> your favourite US shows have been saved, and all the ones you don't like. Yeah, sorry about so, that. So, Luke, that means more Jane the Virgin. Ooh, uh, it's Brazilian oil still on. I've no idea. I haven't watched that in ages. Sorry, sorry to disappoint. I'm going to check right. now for. <laughs> no, I think it, it final episode was fifth of September last year. Oh, okay. After seven I didn't seasons. I see the big Brazilian Isles final episode. You know, I need to find that out on the YouTube or something. Uh, right, one review this week after a, a, a mass of reviews last week. American Gods dropped on I'm Amazon. I'm looking forward to your description of this, Gary, especially yeah, yes. Good grief, here we go. Right. <laughs> um, Ricky Whittle, who used to be in Hollyoaks. Oh my God, go less Cockney for people. <laughs> well, it's sorry. Ricky Whittle. Oh, please, be less Northern. Runner up and Strictly Come Dancing 2009 as well. Thank you very much. He basically is now an ex-convict who's been released early from prison because his wife, unfortunately, who he spoke to not the day before his release, unfortunately, has been killed in a car accident. And he makes his way via various modes of transport to the funeral. Along the way, he meets the very mysterious Wednesday, played very well by Ian McShane. And Ian McShane seems to know a bit about him, but never really gives too much away. Seems to know that his wife has died, but does actually produce a an obituary to prove that. And he kind of tries to convince uh, the character to work for him. So he meets him first on first class. He manages to blag his way on a first class and Ricky's character gets upgraded to first class by mistake. He manages to chat with him and then he catches up with him in a bar. In the bar, he has a fight with an Irishman. A leprechaun. Played by Pablo Schreiber from um, The Wire. He was Nick Sapotka in CSC. Yes, he was the son of the... Son of the... The the nephew of the... He uh, was the, the son of the nephew. That's it, the son of the nephew. <laughs> we... <laughs> what, I'm not, what I'm not kind of explaining in this is how flipping weird this programme is. Are but either plot... of you um, Neil Gaiman sort of no. experienced of his work before? Have you seen Stardust or no, no. Coraline? No, no. And, and I now don't know whether I will or not. I suppose I should say that this is written and produced by um, Brian Singer, Who's responsible no, for the no, 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 Fuller. no. Brian Fuller. Oh, I do apologise. So that who's, doesn't help. responsible for um, pushing daisies and Hannibal. Did you get the sort of wider context of this? Well, I have to, Gary said before about raising my hand, I didn't get past the epilogue of this. It just, I just, it's Hello. not for me, I'm sorry. Did you get to Ricky Whittle? I got to Ricky Whittle on the phone and going through the weird forest bit, but that was it for me. Did I'm you get to Ian McShane? No, no, I didn't. I, I think you to... should have really given this a go, Luke, because I'm very disappointed. I, I have to say, I see where Luke is coming from. I think about 10 minutes in, I was thinking, hmm, what do I do with this? I pushed through, and I'm glad I did. And I would say the last 40 minutes, 30 minutes at least, just just flew by. I was intrigued by what was going on. I don't can't say to you whether, particularly whether I enjoyed it, but I was engrossed in what was going on visually, 
orgy you know, kind of the way it was done was was really sucking me in for that for, as a as a viewer. Oh, but I'm I surprised at Luke. I really am. No, but, I. <laughs> but, 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 I like really that. I really that. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps I was in the wrong frame of mind. I'd not. I mean. I pushed myself out of my comfort zone with Legion, mm-hmm. and as it turned well, out, I was that, ne- say, that this never year, really was went a Legion. anywhere. You could draw comparisons to yeah. Legion with this. Which I mean, I, part of the I reason, I mean, I do like, I've read Neil Gaiman before, I've read Neverwhere, which they also turned into a TV series. He's very much of, like, otherworldly things. I mean, the Ian McShane character, you find out it later, is sort of the embodiment of Odin, and he's yeah. getting together all of the old gods, including... And Luke, I can't believe you missed this scene where Bill Murray's brother got sucked up into someone's vagina. Oh, uh, that was so that damn was, weird. That was the scene that I thought See, you were... They did that in Last of the Summer Wine. And I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't like it in that either. Um, oh. She is one of the old gods, and then they're being the the scene you didn't mention is towards the end. Ricky Whittle attends his wife's funeral, and then gets sucked into this sort of vortex with this technical boy. Yeah, and he what, kind of looks at this little robot. And it's like a VR, it's a, a VR helmet, isn't it? I, think I assume he's a new for. god then. Yeah, there's like the American gods because people now are worshiping technology and the media right. and things like that. So there's the embodiment of those things that people worship now whereas people aren't worshipping the old gods as much that's why in that scene she wanted him to worship her and as uh, he, and, and, and this is the them. kind of background that the show doesn't mm. give you I know the yeah you have to sort of read between, read between the lines there's a lot to do in this but I really like this it was full of good imagery and I do think I'll watch the second episode Merely out of curiosity. I'm definitely, I'm I'm really into that. Legion, I found a really hard slog because it sort of pushed you around. Here, I felt you knew where you were a lot more. You spent most of your time with Ricky Whittles. Yes. Uh, you didn't say he was called Shadow Moon was the name oh, of the Oh, sorry, yeah. Well, you know. The music, I felt, was a bit sort of bombastic in, in certain aspects. And Okay. Uh, I found this a really easy watch of the hour. I thought you got the intrigue. I thought you, by the end, you got to know... The main character of Shadow Moon, you sort of got that yeah. he changed this sort of dodgy person. And then you're going to have all these characters sort of pop up. And, I mean, I think it's a good mix with Brian Fuller and Neil Gaiman. I mean, this is more sort of fantasy than sci-fi. I think this is the stuff I like. You know, like, as I say, I like Utopia and things like this. Oh, yeah. This, this has they're... a very distinct style. Again, the colours of the blood at the beginning. I just don't think, Luke, you gave this a, a good no, enough try. you're probably right. I mean, you know there's a story there. I think yeah. there is a plot there that you can follow, Luke, mm. and I think you move away from the story, like, you know, the, the voiceover I quite quickly. What I was saying was... So I'd give it another you, go. If you know Neil Gaiman, you know that he does this thing where but he has a protagonist from this world who is often dragged into another world. In this case, it's Shadow mm. Moon being dragged into the world of the old gods versus the new gods and they've said already that this this is only going to go up to the first third of the book apparently they're planning three seasons and also little facts for fact fans um nicholas cage apparently was the first choice for the ian mcshane role i really can't see that um no me neither ian mcshane is excellent because yeah he's he, he is he, so good he is the best actor i think he would have won you round luke if you'd have got that far his performance in it is very it, it, like, if, if you were a fan of ian mcshane in deadwood and if his brief appearance in um, Game of Thrones... Game of Thrones, yeah. Like the... uh, you said about the style, the production design on this is very, very oh. stark. I mean, the bar, the the crocodile teeth of the bar, the bit Some, where... Somehow gets... I ended up watching the end credits. I'm not sure why. 
the amount of people working on the special effects was mm. three or four pages long. It uh, was David Slade, who again is a he, he's a director of mainly horror things. He did uh, Thirty Days of Night, and um, I think he did one of the Twilights, and has worked on Hannibal. I, I, think, Breaking I Bad. think horror fantasy is definitely the genre that I would put no, this more in. fantasy. I wouldn't say <laughs> horror. Oh, I think there's a definite horror... Well, okay. I think there's a definite horror feeling. They've been working on this for years, this American Gods, trying to get it off the ground. I think originally HBO had the rights and then it went to stars and... Well, we made a joke about... What's his name? Ricky Whittle. What did you make of his performance? He's good in it. I read a review of it and I was reading underneath about how the character is portrayed in the book and apparently in the book he's he's sort of very much in the background you sort of have to make your own mind up about it so yeah people are ooing and ahhing about ricky but i thought he was got i mean he's basically the thinking muscle that's the i the, think that's the thing i muscle think with I think, brains isn't it i think <laughs> i could tell very early on as you say his character was quite gruff and low level so he wasn't supposed to be overacting the part you sort of get his emotions he does he's a man of few words and you sort of get that um he's our our proxy throughout the show he's reacting to all this weird stuff that's happening and i I did enjoy him he's he he does he's he's doing what he needs to do he's doing what he needs to do and he's doing it well I would say reviews, but it's actually review uh, with Matt. Oh, he's doing it again, Luke. I can't stand it. One day we'll just collapse and we'll have no oh, no, yeah, be, Or he's disconnected and we won't know. Hello. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> One day week. we'll just go to the loo or make a cup of tea or something. I have got a second um, review, but I don't know how long we want to talk about it because it was a bit rubbish. Line oh, of Duty. know what that is now. Line of Duty oh. ended this week, and we got revelations after revelations after revelations. I think Luke owes Gary an apology. Why do I owe him an apology? Because you you Come didn't on. think that uh, Roz killed Tim. Yeah, but why do I owe? <laughs> Because I said she did. Because you really went off at me. You did go off on one. Actually, Luke, let me ask you then, because you were saying you couldn't buy the fact that she'd, like, um, saw off all of his fingers and stuff like that. I think that's where that lost you. You spoke about this in your review, which you can read on the website, and it's the one thing I really thought we were going to get. I think I mentioned it in the podcast. It's one thing I really thought we were going to get that we didn't, was we didn't see... Those scenes. I, I would have loved to have seen Jason Again, again Gary predicted that we wouldn't see a flashback of that very scene. I'm still we, waiting. No, we, we normally do. So I was really just, that was one of the things I was really disappointed by. But... I will quickly unpack everything yes. that happened in this and episode. And lay, lay it neatly on the bed. Well, the big revelations all happened in the classic AC12 interview. Roz accidentally killed Tim. Uh, there was the fight over the sword. Maybe that's why we didn't get a flashback, because maybe they tried to do one and it just looks a bit silly. His neck got nicked. Um, Luke, though, you rightly predicted that she was covering her tracks because she didn't want her career to be maligned. Yeah. She wasn't She wasn't involved in anything else other than killing Tim, I feel, which you, predi- mm-hmm. you did correctly say, that everything else had been set up by this sort of dodgy network, um, which definitely Jimmy Lakewell was a part of. He suggested to Hilton, who we all knew was a bit dodgy, that yeah. Ros would be a good foil. 
we knew that he had this relationship with Michael Farmer. He defended him the first time round, so planting evidence in his house. Balaclava man is balaclava men, as we... We uh, said that I, as well. Yeah, we said... It's basically a network of people who keep body parts in cold storage and then plant people's DNA on them uh, when they need to... I think the revelation will be that they are all Iceland delivery drivers. It was uh, one of uh, Tommy Hunter's um, associates who was the balaclava man in question who... um, Nick Steve on the head and also um, was at the gunman at AC12. Got the connection to Hilton because of the burner phone. There were several burner phones used yeah. when um, Nick ran Jimmy to say um, that St- Steve was on his way. Burner phone, well, burner phone. That, it was the burner phone that he yeah, gave to Ross, wasn't it? I was going to say, mid- the burner phone that Jimmy used, uh, the second burner phone belonged to Hilton and the third one belonged to Balaclava Man. I want to know your take on this, Gary. Luke, I sort of know. The whole stuff with Jamie and the gun and everything like that because we get Royce Pearson's character of Jamie trying to get in, in Hilton's good books by taking Lakewell off, presumably, to, to his death. We sort of got it all shoved in that, oh, yeah, Hilton believes in me. Hilton's got my back and do, all this. Do you but, think yeah. it was because he only acted that way towards 1812 because he felt wrong done by, by them and so wanted to show uh, Hastings and co that he was really capable but, of but doing to, his No, because to be fair, we now know that he was a plant by Hilton in AC12. Quite well, that's what I, I was going to go for as well. So, yeah, but we, we don't think we know that. We know that. If theory. Hilton had brought him into AC12, then at least you've got this... You've never seen them on screen together. That was my thing. No, no, that, that, I think this would work. Would have worked better even if it was that Jodie because at least we know she's sort of motivated for career progression. Well, that, they, that was... That uh, was sort of, that we now yeah. know that Hilton had two people inside AC12 that they didn't even know. In then the aftermath, Hilton's death, either he committed suicide or was made to look like suicide... Hastings was very quick to wave it off as a suicide. We learned that the coroner had ruled it as a suicide. But you could see looks between Kate that she wasn't sure that they should be investigating it more. Then at the end, we saw the um, wall of all the H officers that they were investigating, including yeah. him, And he got them to take his face. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Face off the wall, which then a lot, lot obviously, a online... A lot of people are reading into that a lot. Hastings. So what do we think? Do we think Hastings is dodgy? I've got my own theory here, but I'd like to hear your... I don't think Hastings is part of this, yeah. but I think he will be incriminated by others to make it look like he is. Right, in other I words, see. he the Section 15 that he ended up under in this episode, which took him out of it, I think if you want to really shake up AC-12 is you do remove Hastings because you could see how much he was leading things. So if you wanted to plant a seed of doubt with Well, Kate, he's already done that. But if you want to take that further, regardless of the case that they get to work on in the next series, you also need to run that storyline. But I don't I, think in the end he Luke? will. Luke? Well, I don't think so either, but I think it would be very clever to do it 
And I think it's a very risky thing to do it now that Hastings has become this almost superhero uh, figure. That yeah. I feel that what Jed is doing here is having Hastings wanting to draw a line under it quickly is drawing a parallel to Roz's conviction of Michael yeah. Palmer and saying it's almost sort of um, double standards now that Hastings isn't looking into other options like Roz wasn't at the start of this series. Perfect. I agree That's with what that. I feel that like Hastings isn't. Do- You've got those suspicions, which Kate might follow up on in the next series. And I think the thing that you brought up last week that they brought in Lester Hargreaves here, the Tony Pitts character, for a couple mm. of scenes, mm. and his picture was up on that wall, reminding yeah. you that he's a character that he, yeah, yeah. maybe a focus. The last shot, which was of all the characters that have been in the last few series, and mm. you know they said this is a life's work and everything like that. It almost felt to me there's this panning shot. Hey, folks, buy the box set. There's a long gap now, as I alluded to um, a few weeks ago. I said I'd spoken to somebody at World and begged them for a visit, and they said, well, we're filming next, not this August, next August. So contact us then. Um, And so I wonder whether... But you wanted to go to Dublin and they film in Belfast. Oh, shut up. I I read that it might not be shown until 2019. Yeah, well, that's probably right. Probably, yeah. In September, yeah. Probably January 2019, you'd probably yeah, go for. Probably He's got another show program. to do. He's got another yeah, show to write and cast. For and... the BBC as well. So. And I think all the... I mean, Martin and Vicky have probably got other other and projects. And he isn't like just that. a writer either. He's a showrunner, so he's there yeah. on set doing everything. He's got a long time to think about it. And the public um, reaction to this may change what he might think about doing. I wonder whether... Because it's, yeah. it's got so big now. It's, it's mm. almost bigger than... Well, I, did I, I, think as, I think as well what's interesting is very rarely do you get a series which at the end of it shows you 15 different paths it might follow. The idea is, is that they try and end everything up and they do a good job of that. They use the printed text on the screen very well. I forget about that every year and I yeah. remember it and I was couple yeah. of, oh, couple of questions though. Hold guys. on, one, one point, okay. one point, let me just finish this point and then I'll come off. I think he does that job really well of answering, you know, Ross Huntley was put down for 10 years, etc, etc, etc. That's the local vets. Sent down. Sent Whatever. down. Sent down. <laughs> right at the end, as you say, then it's like Oh my goodness, this this H person could be anybody. Oh my goodness, it could be Hastings. This whole idea that now you spend however long wondering about. It, there's not many other series that then, do that. They kind of close it, then open it back up again in three minutes. You felt that the Keeley Horse stuff had been finished, and then they brought that back in series three, yeah. didn't they? Well, exactly. Uh, a yeah. couple of questions for you then. One follow up on the Manit thing. Uh, do we think, yes, it was just a dispute over maternity pay? No, I reckon she'll be back. Yeah. Well, yeah, she'll be back off maternity, so that's a good point. A lot of people have brought this up. The thing about why did Tim Ifield have the balaclava? What was the what was the yeah, sort of resonance? There will be that. There will be that theory that perhaps he was involved in that, but we've got no evidence to. Well, that there was fact. the whole thing that they didn't really bring in Hannah Resnikova. The whole thing of his. DNA being on a condom that they found at her house and all of that. They never really... Well, I, I, was he one of the people that the, the network were blackmailing? Possibly. But then why did he have a balaclava, as you say? So we got Keely Hawes for two series. Is Sandy Newton coming back for the next series? I think she'll do a cameo in one episode. I think she'll because, do a bit... Of... Because effectively, the whole am I still a police officer bit got me. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. It's a shame that... She's not going to just hand it over. She's going to see this through. 
there might be a redeemable quality to her character that you can explore in the next series. I liked her character, yeah, actually. I, I, this is what I said right at the beginning, that, mm. that why I didn't really like the whole Tim Ifill murder thing was the fact that she was ambiguous, you didn't, and ultimately she wasn't dodgy. This is the first person that AC-12 have investigated. Uh, at, at, at the start of the series... She wasn't dodgy. She wasn't dodgy. She no, she was being... Yeah, no, up. you're right. She was she, being set up. You're quite yeah, right. Yeah, she was okay, being I'll set up. All of her sort of ignoring the evidence was that she wanted... She, you know, she was being manipulated by Hilton because he knew that she was worried about her position. So she wanted... All the evidence made sense. She wasn't willing to listen to Tim. Her crime came after her initial AC-12 investigation. And I think that is quite understandable Tandy Newton said at the screening that she is a black woman in a workplace where there are very few black women and it's hard for that career progression. You two slagged off a comedy last week and I felt a bit left out, so I thought I'll slag a comedy oh, off this. Go on him. Can't cope, won't cope. I have no <laughs> idea what this is. Did you I see it? See Did it. you watch it? I, no, I just turned it on for a split second I and I feel, didn't it. I feel that I am going to be in the minority here. I've got a feeling this might be a new flea bag situation where... Can you I explain it to me? I don't, I two don't get it. young women, I think in their 20s, one works in uh, an office job um, and the other one is a graphic design student. They live in Dublin, they go out drinking a lot and basically that's it. That's the, that's... Oh, okay. Wow. So I didn't, I didn't miss the... <laughs> the fact that the final set piece was in a chemist where the, one of the characters was getting the morning after pill um, and the chemist was telling her um, it won't work if you eat grapefruit and the final gag was I don't even like grapefruit. You sort of get the the gist of where this is and stuff. But I, then, I like, didn't... everyone really liked Fleabag, and I feel this might be... Oh, people will certainly be promoting it as, if you love Fleabag, you'll like this, because this I is, you know, women... I don't know when this is on, though, that's the thing. But it's already started yesterday, oh, it... I think Well, I haven't heard on. anyone BBC talk three. about it. So. What, okay, what so. channel are we talking about? BBC Three, Gary, so if you uh, have a look uh, now yeah. on the iPlayer, if you would like to watch this, um, I, I would... I would instead suggest you watch Car Share or, yeah, or anything else. else. Um, so, yes, yeah. can't cope, won't cope, won't watch, don't watch. Oh, nice. Have you told your friends about this podcast? Okay, here we go. No. It's just not my idea of a good time. Tell them now. That's what the people want to hear. This is the Custard TV podcast. Good, the last drop. From thecustardtv.com. Elizabeth has been in touch again from uh, Texas. She's the one that likes me and doesn't like you two, is that right? No, no, no Tina. that was Tina. Ah, uh, sorry. Hi, Tina. Um, <laughs> um, she's left some questions, which you can you can do, listeners, still, at um, custardtvreviews at gmail.com. I feel we'll do the Q&A special sometime when the summer months come and, yeah, and there's nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, she's still watching The Americans. She still loves it, even though the pacing feels a little slower this season. Uh, feud, I have the finales to watch and I'm bummed because it's 90 minutes. And oh, I think was it, it? You didn't mention that to me. No, I think it was, it was I, I think it was an hour without the ad. Do they have ads oh, on okay. it? Yeah, yeah, they have ads, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. Cause it was, the one I had was just over an hour. I think it was like an hour and three minutes. Ah, right. Uh, the show has gone on too long. I agree with her there. It's the same story every week. I agree with her there. I get it. The <laughs> characters hate one another. Why can't Americans do four or six episodes and call it a day? I may just read a recap of Gnarly. The last episode is weird because they go over years and years and years. It ends with Joan Crawford's death. 
um spoiler and um yeah (laughs) and with like all the other characters all the other actors and stuff doing a bit of a toast for her at the academy awards backstage and then i love the way you said spoiler she died like 30 years ago you get a you get sort of a coda of like all the other characters like you know this person did this this person did that so they do a whole like bringing it back to line of duty yeah yeah. can Um, can i just pick up on what she said do you agree about the pacing of the americans this series we praised it last week I don't really agree either, but I've heard other people say it, and I, on, I feel on like early episodes of the series plan to be slow. Though my memory is well, no, the we're early, not early on. We're on ep nine now. So no, no, no. Oh, on. I, oh, I see. Do you oh, right, think sorry. though she means the stuff like we said with the digging and the midges and things like that, maybe, where they do maybe. slow the episodes but down? Stick but with it, Elizabeth. Before. Yeah, stick with it because they're building to series mm. six, which is the final uh, she's one. signed up for HBO now, so she can watch the leftovers and Veep. Uh, well done. Uh, and last comment. Thanks for talking about Line of Duty. I, it reminded me that it was in my Hulu queue. I watched the three syllable here. The show grabbed me from series one, episode one, and characters I didn't like in the beginning, I grew to like. I hope the fourth series gets to the States before the end of the year. Thanks for your podcast. I can't help but laugh as I listen. I will actually um, read one of her questions because I don't think it'll be including the Q&A because it's quite sort of... Um, narrow but she said uh, do you remember a show called murder in mind uh, i remember murder in mind loved it i remember watching it on bbc america i thought so it was fantastic I. I believe i could piece together clips of an episode on youtube if i ever want to watch the show again uh, luke go on then that. it was just it was in it murder... luke. no it was different uh, murder stories every week um, I think so, you've told me about yeah we yeah. talked about this when we talked about Anthony Horowitz written, last year. Written by Anthony Horowitz, quite rightly. He said people like Rob Bryden, he did one. Uh, Keely Hawes did one. Steve McFadden. Um, Steve no, is it a little bit like one. Inside Number Nine kind of thing? Kind of, yeah, but it was proper, and there was sort of some that you already knew they'd done it. Some was a proper murder. It was brilliant. They don't make stuff like that anymore. Yeah, I saw it on BBC no, One No, it's BBC One. Two thousand and one. BBC One, they did three series of it up until 2003. And I loved it. Yeah, 2001, you're quite right. If you right. get a region-free player, um, uh, Elizabeth, you can buy Elizabeth. the DVDs. And, yeah, uh, and I would recommend it. It's really good. And the sort of show you don't tend to make now. So there you go. Uh, recently, there was a, a poll released about uh, what was the top-rated show the year you were born. Now, Luke kindly pointed out earlier on that a lot of the times it is Coronation Street, but I thought it would be fun to a, reveal to reveal how old we are, uh, and secondly, uh, to say what TV show was fate was was popular in the year we were born. So, uh, we'll start with Luke. What year were you born? Well, this is going to ruin it. For we you. were born in the same year. Nobody's fault. It's nobody's fault. We were born in the same year, nineteen eighty-three. Me and Luke. We're about a month so, apart. Unfor- unfortunately, younger. we can't do I mean, three on this. I was at school by then. God, yeah. Right, 1983. I would hope okay. so. You were ten, weren't you? Nine, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would hope you'd right. be at school at nine. There's two. So, first of all, uh, probably one of the first ever showings of Superman on ITV got 16.75 million. So, yeah, actually, there's a lot of films, because in those days, obviously, you didn't have so much. So, But, yes, in the year I was born, in 1974, uh, it was... This Is Your Life, with uh, on ITV, with 9.4 million. 
Crikey. So, but it doesn't tell you whose life they did. It just says this is your life. It doesn't. It's say a shame, isn't lot, it, that we didn't get rated on that. that article. They'll put a picture of another thing, like Superman, and then say, "Well, actually, it was Coronation Street, but we don't want to show a picture of Coronation Street for every year." Yeah, again. Uh, and one of the most weird things, and, and this is just to give you some idea, in 1979, 26 million people watched the BBC News about the murder of Lord Man- Batten. I actually did this with a friend of mine at work who's who's a bit older. Um, she was born in '64, and it was a Labour Party broadcast, but also yeah. oh. pick of the week. Pick of the week. Um, I am. I put this together today, and I was like, "Oh God, I've got to pick something," and I can't even. I'm going to have to go for something of duty, ongoing. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm going to have to go for something ongoing, and say. Sorry, Matt. The good fight. More four. I've seen it. Uh, I've seen it already. Yeah. I've seen it already. I don't know which episode it will be. Uh, Five. It's good. Nine o'clock. More four on Thursday. Elspeth's in it now. Yes. Part of me you would will. like to go through the Eurovision Song Contest, but yeah, I was I thinking think that. I, the, the I will go. I will go with Loaded because uh, it's got the guy from Uncle in it. So therefore, part of me thinks it might be okay. There were a couple of sort of one-offs next week, isn't there? The Barbara yeah. Windsor thing, the King Charles III thing written by Mike Bartlett. But I'm actually going to go with the um, Dar O'Brien and Ed Burton uh, okay. thing, yeah. Road to Mandalay, because I quite enjoyed the um, like Central America they did. I, I love that. Name you, that. My favourite bit of that was Dar- <laughs> they visited <laughs> a village and Dar O'Brien put his, literally put his foot through their house. Do you remember So they're that? doing, yeah, I think so. Yes, I do, yes. Is there anything that we're watching at the moment that we haven't talked about that perhaps you're no, watching? No. Well, like, I think all the shows I was watching have sort of come to the end at the same they time. Like the Duty, yeah. The Lies, The Good Fight, Few. Even like The Last Leg. That's why I'm finished. really looking forward to watching American Gods, because I well, I'm really gl- I'm glad it. you really liked it, and I'm glad you found something to keep going with. In fact, yeah, there's a challenge for you. We need some more questions, if there are enough, and this is on you, the listener, if there are enough questions... In I, think fact, all, I think all seven of our listeners have already yeah. emailed questions. <laughs> no, but if, oh, if, my mum and dad sent one in. Oh, if, you've never, if you've never emailed us before, this is your chance. And if there isn't a podcast next week, you've only yourself to blame. Uh, uh, Custard TV reviews at Gmail. I, I, I can tell you Gary com. has some weird friends. That's all I, I, know. I, knew that, I knew that before the Q&A. Um, so, yeah, I've just given out the email, but for, for continuity purposes... Matt has all the details. It is custardtvreviews at gmail.com. I'll also say the YouTube channel is now, um, we've got all of our Desert Island dramas on there. From oh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed good, listening back to that. Listen. That's a good listen. Mm. So, yeah, mm. make sure you They're all in a playlist and they're all individual yeah. snippets of each show. So, if you're a. Matt, if you know how Zoella of the podcast. Facebook.com is also where you can give us a like. uh, Facebook.com forward slash The Custard TV. And also what we'd like is for you to review the podcast on iTunes. Just get us higher up the rankings there. The Custard TV on iTunes. You can subscribe there and have it delivered to your iPod every single episode. Or or your, sorry, your generic fruit-based device of choice. Your cherry pie. Um, (laughs) Which goes quite well with custard. Ah, yeah. ah maybe we should comedy. start doing uh, yeah branding custard, custard TV custard. Maybe I think the custard <laughs> people might have something to say about that. The custard uh, custard isn't owned by anybody. Uh, Twitter's then at Luke Custard TV. Matt, 
at Matt's TV by Gary at the Gary Show. Uh, we will see you again soon if you want us to get those questions in for the Q&A again reviews at gmail.com you can ask us anything it doesn't have to be TV related it can be um, who who we want to vote for in the upcoming election no one everyone or no one also yes um, you know TV film food anything you want to know about us or inside leg measurement inside leg measurement the last chance to find out everything you've ever wanted not to know take care bye bye Bye. Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.